0: You are listening to Salty Believer Unscripted. This is Salty Believer Unscripted. I'm Josiah Walker. I'm Brian Catherine. And today I want to talk a little bit about preaching. We've done a few episodes now on preaching. Um, we did one uh, that you just went over a ton of stuff, and then the we vomit kind of one. Yep. And we <laughs> drilled in a little bit, and you shared. Um, a couple of your favorite resources for that preacher who's just starting out. You mm-hmm. use the example of a, of a fan who listens to our podcast who just preached his first sermon. Yeah, you talked about a couple of books that he could utilize to kind of help him get a good framework for preaching in that. Yeah, if you're listening, man, you're doing a good job. <laughs> hopefully, anyway, hopefully on. it helps. Hopefully <laughs> you grab those books. I, on the other hand, I mentioned I was kind of a greenhorn, but as I was looking at it and thinking through it after our
1: podcast, I realized I've preached some. Well, I, I've got a few reps under my belt. You've What have you... I, I keep track. I listen to sermons, and I keep track of the sermons that I listen to. And for the last couple of years, I've, I've, you've got to have... You've preached, I don't yeah. know, 20, 30 so, times in your life, haven't you? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe less than that. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm like 15, 20, you know, okay. 20 so, times. You so know?
1: here's what happens, though, that's really good. You, so you've done... The I get to preach this year once or twice, sure. right? Yeah. So then you spend six months the, thinking about your text and working. Which I
0: I have we, all my sermons written in the back of my Bible. Oh, and that's the first, a cool idea. <laughs> just every time I preach and I've got them organized by like date and stuff. Pretty
1: soon you're gonna have to stop doing that. I'm gonna run to, out of Bible. Yeah, you're gonna have yeah.
0: And if you're preaching every week, but it is funny because the first year I preached one time, then the next year it was like three. Then the year after four, and it slowly multiplied. This year I've already preached five times. Last year, I preached eight the whole here's the year.
1: Deal. At the time of the recording, you preached five times and we've had five Sundays. Right.
0: Well, I know, right? Which is crazy because to your point, like I remember taking, like, when you first were giving me Sundays to preach, I spent a month and a half, two months really looking at that text. I just about died this month while you were gone. Five in, and in a row, it was man. Like every Sunday the clock reset. Well,
1: so here's the thing. This is the thing that a lot of guys uh Preachers, they, they don't realize until they have to do it. Right. And for me, it was when we planted the church that it okay. really set in. Sure. When you don't have a regular ongoing rhythm of preaching, and I'm not talking about like I lead a Sunday school class. Right. I mean like you're getting in the pulpit, no one's yeah. talking back. It's not a conversation. No, but, it, it, yeah, yeah you're, you're working through the process. It's one thing when it's every other week or every Three weeks you're preaching, or maybe like you said, you did. You got to right. preach three times this year, or when you start preaching and you have some back to back stuff, right? That really stretches your preaching because one, you start finding out. I say this a lot. Oh, I have my, I have, this is my, this yeah. is my dog and pony show that well, I go to every time, right? I,
0: I always put a gospel turn, a gospel message in my sermon, and I usually do the same one every time. Because they're about a month, month and a half apart. No one catches you it. You were gone. I was like, I got to say this differently this week.
1: There's just, yeah, there's just different. It's a need, different animal. You need a different approach so that you have a right. method to have a fresh way to approach the way you're communicating and what you're doing. From the text, so so that's what it I changes, wanna, right? That's what I want to talk about today because I feel like the books you mentioned were
0: great if you're kind of just starting out. But now I preach for a while, so what do you do when you you already know you're called to preach? You're, you're preaching pretty regularly. How do you kind of have an ongoing tool resource to, to help with that? So
1: this the tool I'm going to suggest is not a tool for the process of preparing sermons. That'd be commentaries right. and guides. But this is a just tool just like a to sharpen the you, saw. Yeah, this is what I went to, and so. Uh, I've read a lot of books on preaching. I'm not a good preacher, so I just keep reading books with the hope that it'll make it better. But and I I did, you know, a doctoral seminar through it, which was wonderful. Um, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw this out for those who want to get better at preaching. And then if you can't do this, I'm going to throw another avenue. That might work. Okay. But we've had we've had these guys on the podcast, the Charles Simeon Trust. Oh yeah. Guys. So sure. David Helm, he wrote the Nine Marks preaching book. That's really the good. orange one. That's great. Yeah. He. So David Helm is the founder and president. I think is the title in that organization. Um The guys are fantastic, and they do. So if you go to Charles Simeon Trust, I can't remember their exact website actually, but.
0: Google it. I think it's
1: Simeon Trust. Simeon or something yeah. like that. So you go to you go to the trust, Simeon Trust or Charles Simeon Trust. They have a bunch of free resources mm-hmm. you can listen to. I would go and check those out, listen sure. to those. They have online courses that are nineteen bucks and well worth it. Okay. So I've done some of those. You start with the one called First Principles. Sure. That gives you the the structure layout of this is how you should think about a sermon. This is how this should work. David uh, preaches and teaches most of those. Then they usually have like examples of preaching from oh, that. Oh nice. Uh, but then from there you can go any any of the courses you want. But they're I'm um, trying to think epistles how do you preach epistles wisdom literature apocalyptic literature prophets wow interesting uh, they have a really what? good really good one called argumentation so it's how you employ argument in your sermon so you're compelling you're pleading in a way that makes you think more like Paul right so you so, take these courses so I'm in seminary right now I'm taking some courses
0: what's the time kind of commitment on these seminary trust courses you're talking about so
1: you can take they have a system you could take these for academic credit with a certain but like
0: is it three hours a week is it a three that, hour it course it depends or? on you
1: so you, you buy the course for 19 bucks you get a year in the course the okay. course has a syllabus every course that I've that I've done it has like a I don't know 20 to 50 page um resource guidebook of the stuff they're teaching oh, wow. you and showing you then it usually has about 8 or 9 or 10 different professor lecturers and like so for example I think Tom Schreiner who is a you know commentary writer, I can't remember which one I saw him in uh Pennington, What's his name? Jonathan Pennington from Southern Seminary. Some guy from, you know, Reform School. This guy, Joel Beakey. Like, all these people oh, wow. have provided help in the lectures. Uh, uh, chapel. I'm just thinking of all these people. So you get a wide variety of their best work okay. in those lectures. So you
0: can work on your own pace through it. Yeah.
1: So the videos are like... 40, 20 to 50 minutes long, depending on the video. Then you have a sermon sample. So you can kind of, and then you just mark it complete, you know, work your way through it. And then if you want, they have exercises. You could, if you really wanted to jump in on those exercises, if you did it with a group of guys, you could go through a thing and then use their worksheet and preach a sermon to each other with the worksheet and actually employ exactly what they just showed you. So you could really extend this out. Okay. Or... You could shorten it down. Watch the lectures. Think about it. Take some notes. and Be done with it. It's really yeah. your call. But you get the course for a year. Those are the online courses. Okay. They're fantastic. You get to a point where you start to hear some of the same concepts a little bit because they're really reinforcing some. But you're getting yeah. new concepts as well. But like so, you'll hear like you know, cut it straight. It's kind of a, yeah. an idea of. You know something they're teaching, and you'll hear that over and over and over again. And uh, so they have the online courses. They do workshops around the country. They don't. I'd love to have them come out here, but I don't know how many people would be interested. It's kind of complicated. So they do workshops around the country. You could sign up, and you can go look at the schedule. Uh, Brett Riceley, who used to be on the podcast a lot, went to a workshop. Said it was awesome. Um, And that's like a hands-on teaching on a topic. And they have a few of their folks go out to that. Um, Then they have the Chicago course. Which, if you're in Utah or California or in the West, it's, it's little, only in Chicago, right? It's a little tougher. That's like a weekly. I think it's weekly class in Chicago. Wow. Um, but like if you could go to that, and and it sounds like that's great. They come yeah. in and they teach. I don't. Maybe they have intensives. I don't know. And then, uh, and all of these are for guys who are st- either starting to preach, just getting going, or really wanting to refresh. Yeah. Uh, I found it to be refreshing. I go, oh man, that's such a good point. I missed that or this. And then they do a podcast, which is, if you're listening to this podcast, you listen to podcasts. Right. We had them on our podcast. We did. The Preacher's Talk podcast. It's supported sponsored by Nine Marks. So yeah. you, you find the one that's like Preacher's Talk by Nine Marks, and then it starts out. They're like 20-minute about twenty minutes, yeah, thirty minute, maybe pretty much, twenty like minutes. Ours. It's like ours, yeah. unscripted. We actually took the introduction of ours, <laughs> where we you introduce yourself, and then I yeah. introduce myself. Yeah. We stole that from them, borrowed. So uh, because it's helpful, because yeah. I I heard them do that, and went, oh, now I know who's talking. Uh, and they talk about preaching. It's a podcast for preachers and those who love preaching, yeah. and it's great. And I would suggest go to the beginning of it because some yeah. of the stuff they do kind of builds on itself. Right. But they do what every two weeks or so yeah, they put out a new regular. episode. Yeah. David Helms on that one and, and and their crew, and it is really fantastic. So those those are other than like if you were actually to pay to go to the Chicago course or go to a workshop, the free resources they're free. The podcast yeah. is free. Okay. And then and then I would really encourage do the first principles course. Is this gonna be the end all be all? No. Right. No, it's not. But you've asked me what's the next one thing I should sure. do. Right. Right? And that would well, yeah. be it.
0: Because I feel like if you're especially if you're preaching more regularly, like when you were gone and I preached every week, I don't have a lot of time to really dive into a ton of
1: stuff. Right, you're not gonna go take a seminary
0: but course. Something that I could just sharpen the saw a little bit, get in better at, grow in.
1: Yeah, and then a lot of their methodology is that same with that preacher's book, which we yeah. talked about in the resources. So that's Charles Simeon Trust. Uh, org. I think, is the website. Yeah. I would highly recommend it. I think we linked that website in the yeah, Salty we did. Believer site. Yeah. So, and they
0: were on our podcast, so you can listen to those. Yeah, they're great and guys, they're, man. They're great
1: yeah. guys. <laughs> Good preachers. I've got to listen If to you listen preachers. to this podcast, you
0: should listen to theirs because it's. Amazing. And it will make
1: our podcast look silly. <laughs> like, who
0: are these two guys? <laughs> these guys are amazing. So that okay. would be
1: that would be my recommendation for someone going, okay, I'm preached a couple times, 10 times, two times. Right. If you've never preached, it's still a good start. Well, but part of it is you kind of need enough to go, oh, I get what he's saying there. You need to work now, through that. You've been preaching for what? How many years? A lot of years. 12 years. And you just
0: started watching that. Is it helpful for you yeah, too? So Even to sharpen the saw yeah, now? Yes.
1: So I started preaching... I guess my first sermon ever was at a homeless shelter. I think it was 14 <laughs> years ago. Okay. Uh, but I then I started preaching at the church where I was on staff yeah. about 12 years ago. And it, like you, I'm like, oh, I get to preach four times right. this year. Yay! And it kind of grew and grew. And uh, and then I we planted the church, and then I was preaching pretty much almost every week, minus we were doing a team ministry thing. Yeah. And, and that was, you know, 2014. I've been... You know, preaching. Okay. I don't preach fifty two times a year sure. because we bring but you, you at guys. At least on. get like thirty reps. I probably get you know? forty reps a year. Okay, um, because I will preach other things too. So having sometimes preached- one season I got a lot more than that. Some seasons, sure. you know. Yeah,
0: morning services, evenings services. You, know, with
1: you here, and then also we had Robbie. Yeah. I'll probably do forty this year. You okay. probably get ten or twelve this year, I think.
0: So, I don't know, you're in school, I don't know. Where you're more <laughs> seasoned, where you've preached more, you went and listened to that first principles. Was it like, oh, I know all this stuff, no, this it w- basic? No,
1: it was really helpful. I mean, I some of it was a good refresher, but I picked up numerous things. Now, I've read, I mean, I just finished John Baratus's book, The Father of Expository Preaching. I have listened to so many things. I've gone through doctoral seminars. I have a master's degree with... Preaching sure. and preaching labs. I mean, that shelf behind me. You heard the vomit, yeah.
0: right? We know the resources.
1: Okay. Yep. <laughs> I still went, oh, that's a good point. Okay. Oh, wow. That's great. Okay. I was listening to one. I, I'm i doing a course right now. And I was just painting and listening going, oh, yeah. Occasionally, I'm like, you know, they'll, they'll throw it out to the crowd. Okay, what do you see here? And I'm like, well, this. And then if you do that. And, but yeah. then most of the time, it's still either a good aha or, or a re- good reminder. I was going to say, yeah. Go, you know, I, they're right. I need to do that more. Um, occasionally, I go, ah, uh, I see how they're handling the text, but I'm not going to do that. Sure. You know, there's different styles. The thing I really do like about it, though, is they the people that are involved have different styles. I, I don't yeah. preach one point. style, but I kind of preach the other style. So, it's not about style. It's about the foundational the methods meat. and the, what you're doing. Because, I mean, you preach different than I do. Yeah. So, it's
0: yeah. not just...
1: Better, <laughs> but different. <laughs> Which yeah, I mean, you gotta find you gotta find you. Right. Okay, so that's what I would recommend people go okay. to, and there are free resources there. Yeah. Now, I've done something else that I found very helpful too, and I think the thing I find the most helpful is pitting these resources up against each other, comparing, contrasting, analyzing them together, and then you start to see a, a reoccurring theme. Have you ever oh. noticed
0: how every time I mention? Name one thing. You always have, like, two. I know. That's the recurring thing I'm noticing. Well, this is a
1: really exciting uh, topic for me. Okay. I think this is probably my favorite topic in Christian ministry. I get that. So what's the next thing? Okay. So this is if you can't go pay the $19. Okay. Or if you – so – and it's similar, though. It's free. If you just search around a little bit, there are tremendously good, and there's also tremendously bad – Free preaching resources. Okay. All right. So. so you just uh, Google preaching resources. I, I'm i going to point you to some that okay. I've found to be a little bit more helpful. That podcast, yeah. uh, the Preacher's Talk, is it's free a and one. easy and okay. it doesn't take up a lot of time. But they suggest and recommend some things here and there. Okay. So track some of that stuff down. Sure. That helps. Listen to good biblical preaching from the past. Mm-hmm. And you can listen to some modern preaching today. But don't just go to the super big famous guys. Okay. Find some really faithful, good preachers that you learn, that teach you the Bible. Listen to them fairly regularly.
0: There's one thing I've noticed about big famous guys, too, just while we're on the subject. Sometimes they start out really faithful and really solid. And then as they've grown and become more famous, it feels like things slip a little bit. Things
1: are shifting. So I think
0: that's a good point. Don't always just go to the most recent famous guy.
1: Here's what I like. I listen to and read old sermons. Mm. I say listen to because there's some podcasts that you can hear people read them. And then I also listen to sermons that are kind of around the turn of the recording, like a Martin Lloyd-Jones. Obviously, the style and certain things are going to be different. Sure. And the context is going to be different. And then you listen to some more modern people. And you listen to some people, and what you find is common themes, common methods, common tools that right. really teach you a lot. Hip, cool buzz language doesn't teach you anything. Right. And so you pick up on that real fast when you listen to a sermon from 1981. Yeah. Okay, but when you listen to a real faithful person right. from the 80s and 90s, Yeah. Dick Lucas does not have that kind of language, and he's, you know, over the pond. He's so you're hearing a certain thing, but then also other people do that. Oh, Kevin DeYoung is doing this. and right. Oh. And then you start to see other guys not do it, and you're like, you know what you're missing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. And I do that sometimes too
0: after I preach the message. they I'll go find some faithful guys who have preached that text and see what they said. And then you learn from it. If I do it before I preach, it messes up my whole sermon, and I feel like I have to re- rewrite it. But after the fact, I'm like, oh, okay, interesting.
1: I see what they did there. I yeah. see how they taught it. Uh, and you start to get really... You start to get really accustomed to that. And so those are things you can do that would edify you. Yes. And they're free. Sure. And then, uh, like, you can find John Piper talks about his whole process on YouTube. Just search John Piper on preaching, and I think he has this whole course I watched where he just talks about what he does. Oh, that course. That is a good course. He just, this is what I do, he says. Not this is what everybody should have to do, but this is what I do. If you have a pastor who's preaching regularly and you're just learning, ask if you can see his notes and manuscripts yeah. and talk about what he's doing beforehand or afterhand or why. Hey, walk me through why this, why that. Right. Start just thinking about preaching in a new way.
0: And I've done that a few times. I've approached pastors and asked them that. And it's not always necessarily to copycat what they
1: do, but it kind of gives you a starting point or an idea. Well, let me put it this way. Uh, let's say you want to be a home builder. Right. Okay? If you just looked at houses and said, I can build that. right. You don't know what's behind the plaster. Right. You That's don't know point. why the wiring was done mm-hmm. the way it was done. Right. You what don't, do you put down first? You don't know there's a foundation because it's right. below the dirt line. Yeah. You don't know why you uh, put the framing up before you put certain pieces up. Right. You, so you can't just reproduce a final product that you see without understanding the 12 to 25 That's hours really of, of what goes into it. And so uh, I, think it's, I think it's Dr. Plummer that always says this. but uh, He says, you know, Greek, he uses it about the Greek language. Greek is like underwear. You know, it it holds things up and everyone knows you have it, but nobody needs to know you see it. That's how he talks about Greek knowledge. So if you don't know what's there, you're copying what other people are doing. And when you're copying what other people are doing, you don't realize it, but you start to look pretty silly. I know I did that when I first started preaching. Oh, that guy, he yelled and (laughs) shouted in this way, or he did this, or look what he did. I'm going to do that. I don't know the method of why he's doing it. But he looked cool, so I'm going to do it. And that doesn't work. Loud noises. Didn't work like he did it. What's really hard is is really being a student of preaching, listening to a lot of preaching, yeah. thinking about a lot of preaching. Pretty soon you know exactly when people are doing that. Right. And you go, well, that's interesting. You got that from your favorite so-and-so. I saw that. I saw that. And I've trained up yeah. some guys that have kind of really done that. Yeah. And you just say, get away from right. that. Don't. That's why you shouldn't go listen to the same... The same preaching on the sermon you're going to yeah. preach. Don't no. copy that.
0: No, because if anyone else has listened to that, it shows them. They know in a sense. I mean, it just devalues everything you've said, you know. And yeah. it, it's not faithful to God's word.
1: Even if, even if you didn't plagiarize anything, sure. you just start copying the style. Right. Just be you, right? right? But it's hard when you don't know who you are because you only preach six sermons. And, <laughs> but here's the Is deal. You true? know who you are. Right. So just be you. And if God's called you to preach
0: in that place, in that location, at that time, like you, he's giving you what just you need. Just go
1: do it. So. You don't need to pick up on all the okay. other stuff. So so Charles Simeon Trust is going to really give you some good yep. nuts and bolts if you need one place to go. Okay. And then just study and think about preaching. I'll, I'll listen to sermons and go, how would I have structured this text? Oh, man, yeah, that guy really did structure yeah. this better. Yeah. No, I could have, mm, I think he missed a point here. Right. Wow, yeah. what an opportunity. Well, what about, ooh, that was, really, ooh, I really like, not just I like that. That's cool, right. but that helped make his argument better. Wow, his timing. Wow, right. uh, he's doing. He's calling this out, and it seems aggressive. And then critique your own preaching the that's same cool. way, as miserable as it is. Watch your own sermons when you're done. That Listen is pretty to miserable,
0: him. but
1: think about it. Yeah, just you don't have to do it every time, but you should really think about what you're doing and critique your work.
0: What's great about that too is that when you're watching these faithful guys and you're. Just, studying God's Word more and you're using these resources and tools, when you see somebody miss it, you see them miss oh, it. Oh,
1: you see him miss <laughs> it. You're like, oh, so, brother. <laughs> I mean,
0: I, I heard a guy the other day preach about two guys in the Bible that were starving <laughs> oh, yeah, you tell you they were starving because there was no food in there the land there was
1: a famine because the Romans or the right. not the Romans the enemy had sieged the town yeah. and they couldn't go out and get food right and
0: his main point was well if you fast God will bless you I'm like these guys weren't fasting by choice <laughs> no, right so go, what <laughs> what just hold on but You're they ended up going David. into the city and everyone was gone so he's like see God, God honored that
1: like, about i know you. <laughs> maybe God honors me when I fast but that's not what was going on in this I, text I remember a very prominent. Dominant individual who should have known better was preaching to make a point, and I was excited, like, "Wow, this is this person worked in the seminary field. This person's led massive organizations, speaks at stuff, preached about uh, the church and the letters in in Revelation, the loss of First Love." And I suddenly am drawing a blank on which church that is. You lost your First Love. Who uh, the people listening are like, "It's this church." I can't remember. Anyway. And then he just jumped to, and your first love is doing evangelism. I'm like, where is that? <laughs> what? <No. laughs> well, you should, what? I think we all can do that. Sure. But if you really take it Even if you're food. trying to be faithful, you
0: can mess up. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. And that's why it's important to really be in God's word.
1: You know what I also just, that Charles Simeon Trust stuff is they recognize where you're at. Sure. So when you listen to the podcast, they know.
0: Have you ever listened to their stuff and you've gone, oh. I screwed that up.
1: I praised that text. Yeah, no. They're Uh, right. Or, yeah. Or, like, oh, you don't really want to do this because it it does that. And and Uh, one of their courses, they have a a section, I think it was on, it's in the first principles, I think, about presentation. And I'm like, oh, yeah. When I do that, that is exactly what everybody does. You know, they think, oh, I've, ooh, I got to stop doing that. (laughs) And and you realize, I've been doing that for a long time. But, (laughs) If you're going to faithfully handle the Word and really love a church and shepherd a church, you've got to keep seeking not to improve in the cool and hip and what's what's trendy right. today, but how am I handling the Word in a way that's feeding a nutritious spiritual diet to this church in which God has called me to pastor and preach to? And I yeah. think those guys really help with that. And they have the same heart. They love the church, and they have a real big right. heart for preaching. So that would be it. Charles Simeon Trust, right. which is SimeonTrust.org. Is that yeah. right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't want to hear my church say that was cool. I want to hear him say that was faithful.
1: I want to hear that really helped. Yep. That really helped.
0: So Charles Simeon Trust, check that out, as well as their podcast, Preacher's Talk. Let them know that Salty Believer, unscripted, sent you over there.
1: Yeah, and if you guys are listening, we'd love to have you on again. (laughs) Until next time. Thank you for listening. Find more information at saltybeliever.com.